This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. From backflips to strikeouts, we're your place to talk all things baseball. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTIHD Milwaukee. Aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. Besides a bird, something in a bird cage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia's famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. All right, we were talking about some take five and uh, candy, candy bars. I have a list here um, rating the uh, all of candy and candy bars. And we're talking about just across the board, every factoring in all things, according to this one person. Uh, your top seven candy slash candy bar. Think about it as a Halloween candy type thing. Okay? Top seven Halloween candies. For me, or I have to, like, nope. by sales, nope. by consumption? The best seven. If you, The highest trade value. Think about it as trade value. And I have to get them in an exact order? Or no, just, not uh, an order. That's right. not how the 7-Eleven works. You need to get the top seven, though. Alrighty. I, I have, all right. So you're, you're looking at trade value of the top Seven Halloween candies. Reese's peanut butter cups. Clearly the number one pick. Yep. That is number one on the list. Well done, Nolan Murphy. In for Harper and Kyle Wallace. Snickers. Snickers is number eight. Oh, so I... Not on the list of the seven at 11, but you could take your one uh, your one mulligan for the month of June. We're not going to have you back. I'll give you a little tip now. Thank um, you. Yep. All right. You could use your one mulligan. Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Not my favorite, but that is, I mean, that, there's trade value there in a Butterfinger. Number three on the list. Well done. Hershey bar. Hershey bars are number 11 on the list that is not going to get it done. Nolan Murphy, great job getting two of the seven. That opens it up for you right now to jump in on our seven at 11. We are looking for highest trade value, Halloween candy, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, one, Butterfingers, three. We are looking for five other Halloween candies you can call right now. It is 800-990-ESPN. 800-990-3776 in honor of Mark Murphy's Take 5, which is not named after the candy bar. It is not a 
appreciated the way it should be. I mean, the take five, which I'll tell you is not on this list, um, is absolutely one of, I mean, it's it's the best. I mean, I actually think I would go a peanut butter cup over a take five. But I don't consider a Reese's peanut butter cup a candy bar. It's but a candy circle. It's a candy. But I'm saying I would go, I would definitely go Reese's peanut butter cup over a take five. But if I had to do a candy bar, I would go with the take five. Start out with Dave Landscaper. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Dave. Good morning. Uh, first, by the way, Dave, which which would you want to happen? Uh, are you a Packers fan? I'm a big Packers okay. fan. Okay. Would you want uh, trade him for lots, last dance, one year, or commit long term? Commit long term. Okay. Very interesting. All right. What candy do you have on our list? Twix. Twix bar, Nolan. What do you think? Is that making it? Uh, no, that'll be outside the top seven. That is number four on the list. Well That's done, wild. Dave. Keep it going. Uh, Twix, I think, is... I'm not a huge candy bar guy. I don't love so, too many of the other the nut-type ingredients. Twix, to me, is so solid. Oh, I, I think... Yeah, I, I like it. And that's not why in my I, top seven. Yep. All right, keep it rolling, Dave. You have another? Uh, yeah, so on the board, we have the Snickers bar, the Twix bar, and... Yeah, so Snickers, was, Snickers and Hershey bar were not guessed correctly, but they were guessed. And then number one was Peanut Butter Cup, number three, Butterfinger, and number four, Twix. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. What do you think, Nolan? That'll be in there. Number two on the list. Well done. Kit Kats are definitely, like, everyone loves a Kit Kat. All right? You got oh, any yeah. more, Dave? The best candy bar. Yep. Um, the Little Bigs of M&M's. M&M's. That is a Halloween staple. That is number six on the list. Well done. Only two remain. They're not my personal favorite, but let's go with the Milky Way. The Milky Way, which... I agree. Not my favorite. And Milky Way is number 21 on the list. Really? Well done, Dave. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Tony, who's a welder. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Tony. Hi. Um, I'm going to go with Skittles. Oh, Skittles are delicious. Skittles, to me, are underrated. I think Skittles should be a little higher on this list. Skittles are number 10 on this list, just outside of the top seven. By the way, Tony, are, are you a Packers fan? Yes. Which would you do? Uh, trade him for lots, one-year deal, or uh, commit to him long-term? I would try the one-year deal. Yep, last dance style. Tausch uh, likes it. Joel's a retired Army vet. Thanks for your service. Good morning, Joel. Good morning. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Uh, first, uh, Packers, what would you do? I would do anything but the uh, one-year deal. I would personally... I've heard rumors about a uh, trade with the Raiders where they got a whole bunch of draft picks and a, and a car situation reuniting him with Devontae Adams. That's the road I'd go. All right. Trade him for lots. It would be uh, very interesting. All right. What do you got for our list? Only two correct answers remain. I'm going to go with Starburst. Starburst are awesome. So and, good. And Starburst are number five on the list. Well done, Joel. Uh, do you have a guess at our final answer? What was the one that the last guy guessed wrong? Was that uh, uh, three He guessed uh, Milky, Milky Way. Way. Yeah, Milky Way. Milky Way. I'm, I'm going to go Three Musketeers then. Three Musketeers. I I think they uh, did not get treated well. They are number 26 on this list. Uh, thanks for the call, Joel. Um, the Cho- last answer is going to be so hard. Oh, I bet. And chocolate is dominating this top seven right now. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, Skittles did not make it at 10, which you would think, you know, as a non-chocolate, I would think Skittles would have had a chance. This last one is going to be so tough. We got Peanut Butter Cups 1, Kit Kat 2, Butterfinger 3, Twix 4, Starburst 5, M&M 6th, guessed incorrectly, Snickers, Skittles, Hershey Bars, and Milky Way. Can we get the 7th at 11 top trade value Halloween candy in honor of Mark Murphy's Take 5, sponsored by Associated Bank and Take 5, 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. Your calls at our 7th as we continue at Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Headlines. What else do you need besides a job, beer, and a really good pitching wedge? Exactly. Download the WTMJ and Wisconsin On Demand apps now. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Got the brown eyes, caramel thighs, long hair, no wedding ring. Hey, I saw you looking from across the way. Oh, was that a hint? She's got caramel eyes. Could that be a hint? Our 7 at 11 in honor of Mark Murphy's letter or column, which is called the Take Five. We're going through the power rankings of Halloween candy. And uh, Take Five, not on the list, by the way, but. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Kit Kat, Butterfinger, Twix, Starburst, M&M's, guessed correctly as the top six, guessed incorrectly, Snickers, Skittles, Hershey Bars, and Milky Way. Looking for our seventh at 11, 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Let's go to Jason, who's a teacher. You're on Sunday Carmo. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Craig. Oh, Jason, uh, I know you probably have a lot to say. Uh, the Lakers are no longer in the playoffs, and nope. uh, the Bucks are down nope. one nothing. Well, I got hey, the Bucks are still in it. My my team's gone, and uh, I got to eat crow. I guess I don't know. It, it it is what it is. But um, hey, they won us. They won a, a championship last year, so you can uh, yeah. you can definitely live off that. You don't need to eat crow for a while. Um, Jason, I won't ask you what the Packers should do with Aaron Rodgers because I actually just don't care about your opinion. Well, you don't care? Well, I, I want Aaron <laughs> Rodgers to come back because I really do because it's going to be such a, a drama-fest year. I, I would He should, and I'm being serious, they should trade him, but I want him to come back and just create all kinds of problems. So I bet you I do. Want. I bet you do, you trolling teacher, Jason. <laughs> what's wrong with our children's education these days? It's, it's people like you. All right, Jason, what do you got? Can you knock out our 7th at 11? Probably not, but I'm going to go Rolos. I'm Rolos. They are on the list at number 23 for the Rolo. Uh, nice uh, uh, guess. I'm stunned, as I said, by number seven. Uh, let's let's go to hopefully an improvement on the teaching side. Let's go to Mitch, who's a teacher. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Mitch. Hey, morning. Mitch. Um, I am going to go. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, are you a Packers fan? 
I am. Okay, then I will ask you, because I do care about your opinion. Would you like to see the Packers make a huge trade for Aaron, have one last year, or make a long-term commitment to their 38-year-old, almost 38-year-old quarterback? I would like to see a long-term commitment. Yeah, that's where I am, too. All right, uh, where are you going on this candy list, Mitch? Um, I am going to say 100 grand bar. Those are fantastic. You know, the 100 grand bar is not even on this list, and I think it gets grouped, in my opinion, with the whatchamacallit, where it is a so oh. much better. It's so much better than so many of these other candies that get mentioned above it, but it just doesn't have the same brand. And by the way, um, I actually am going all the way down. Yeah, I mean, it, it does not even make the top 30 of this list, which uh, I think is a shame. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah. I totally agree. It's disrespectful. Thanks for the call, Mitch. Brian, who uh Brian, are we still out of work? Are we you know, reopening day? What do we got? Open, do we have an update on the beer vending situation? We don't. It's looking good, but I haven't got any finalization from the from them yet. But it's uh, looking real good. All right. Well Brian Can't wait I, to see the fans. I will uh I will uh drink an extra beer uh if and only if. I will not drink a beer in a suite. I will not drink any beer at uh American Family Fields until the beer vendors return. So I'm I'm here to support you, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, Brian, what do you think the Packers should do? Make the big trade and get as much as possible? Go with the last dance scenario or commit to Aaron long term? Well, I've been a Packer fan since 1960, and after Bart Starr, I spent 22 years in the desert. So I want to ride Aaron Rodgers till the end. So yeah. I'm going to go with number three. Great yeah. choice. Uh, you're with Nolan Murphy here. Let's see if you can get our seventh at eleven. It, this is a tough one, by the way. I, I am stunned by the seventh answer on this list. Well, being an old guy, I'm going to have to go with the Nestle's Crunch. That used to be a real popular. Oh, I love the Crunch. So I used to, for Little League, we used to have to sell candy bars, and I would eat as many of the Crunches as I would sell. Those Crunch <laughs> bars are awesome. Crunch is on the list, and it comes in at number 12. Number 12, uh, the, it reminds me of the Crackle Bar. The Crackle Bar and the Crunch are, are pretty similar. Thanks for the call, Brian. Um, Is the Crunch in your top seven, Craig? If you had to rank your top no, seven? No, no, no. Not even from your past days? No, because I'm putting, like, my number one is, like, it, are, like, bottle caps. Okay. You even know what those are? Yeah, they're they're like a, a sugary candy. They're like chalky, like you know, like a sweet tarts type sweet, candy. I love sweet tarts. Yeah, so I, I'm going like that. I'm like Smarties are up there on my list. Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy's in the mix. By the way, Laffy Taffy is number fourteen on this list. Okay. Um, bottle caps and sweet tarts and Smarties are number thirteen in a little tie here on this list. Um, so we don't want to the the no. <sighs> How are we going to get there? So number seven, by the way, is so crazy. Um, the 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 person who went with this list, you know, actually said that uh, that it while it's number seven on their list, its actual trade value ranking is probably number twenty one. If you had to really look at it, but they are so biased by their love of this that they had to make it number seven. That is how, I mean, that's how wacky this number seven is on this list. Dan's a window washer. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Dan. Morning, guys. How are you doing? Good, and thank you for your service. Um, what uh, What do you have for this list? Well, I'm going, these two are, they basically leave the, the, the same candy bar, but one's got 
Uh, almonds are one dozen. So I'm going <laughs> almond joy. Almond joy and mounds. Uh, almond joy is not on this list and not cracking the uh, top uh, of this list. What what are you doing with Aaron if you're the Packers? You you trading and getting all those assets? You going a final year or are you going long term with the veteran quarterback? Well, I want to wing long term, so I want the best QB we we can get and that's Aaron Rodgers, so. Yep. That's uh it's amazing the calls that we're having today uh it doesn't sound like the uh the uh, Packers fans are as divided as Mark Murphy's saying he is. No, Mark <laughs> Murphy's there? office is divided. He divided. He he started this. That's Wait, why I can't believe. I, I mean, the only person who hasn't said they they don't think this should happen is the guy who hates the Packers. <laughs> That's the only person, you know, who, uh, Jason, who I said, okay, wait, let me just tell you about this thing that they have ranked number seven here. And real quick, almonds and mounds, That's if you go to that house as a trick-or-treater, yeah. one, you're not going back. No, I agree. Um, okay, so it, this candy began when two Wisconsin-based Englishmen created what was intended to be a health supplement for babies in the 1800s. Eventually, people caught on that it tasted super good in ice cream and different desserts. Malted barley is what gives it its distinct flavor. A little toasty and nutty, giving depth and roundness to sweet flavors, particularly chocolate. Delicious, but usually falls, people usually fall firmly on one side of the fence or the other with these. What is this candy? That I just described. Do you have any idea based on the way I just described it? I have zero idea. Neither does Google from my bad searching. Yes. Um, it is uh, milk powder uh, that is involved in this as well. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. We'll find out what our 7th at 11 is as we continue. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN, Wisconsin. Yeah, flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister. All right, we have our official Halloween candy power rankings. And I don't understand this number seven, but uh, someone will explain it to me. Right now, we have number one peanut butter cups, two Kit Kats, three Butterfingers, four Twix. Five Starburst, six M&M's, guess incorrectly, Snickers, Skittles, Crackle, Hershey, Nestle's Crunch, Sweet Tart, Smarties, Bottle Caps, Laffy Taffy, Airheads, Milky Ways, Rolos, and uh, we'll see if uh, there's more to be added to this list. We're also talking about Aaron Rodgers. By the way, this whole thing was inspired by the Take 5 column by Mark Murphy where he uh, said that uh, Aaron Rodgers is dividing the fan base. Let's speak to Ryan, who works in marketing. You're on Sunday Karma. Good morning, Ryan. Morning, Craig. How are you? Good. What do you think the Packers should do, first of all? Should they trade them for lots, last dance it, you know, or commit long-term? You know what? They're not going to get any better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, give him four, give him five years, let him burn out. That's fine. Uh, you know, get the best years out of him. And I think that this past season shows that he's still got some uh, some gas in the tank. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the one thing, as I said, uh, as the biggest Aaron Rodgers uh, supporter out here, don't expect him to be as good on the road this year when there's fans in the building. It's just It just wouldn't be possible the way he uh, tore defenses up this past year. All right, what do you have for our 7th at 11, Ryan? All right, so this is my, my 8-year-old son's favorite candy, and this is the answer. It is malted milk balls or Whoppers. 
You are correct. It is. Nolan's been trying to Google it for the whole segment, and he I couldn't got figure that it out. As a text, too. I mean, I don't even know the last time I've had a melted milk ball Whopper. I mean, are years. Whoppers? So he's eight, and he likes Whoppers. That's his. That is his favorite candy for sure. Yeah. Are, are do you ever eat them? Are they actually good? Are they in the grocery they're, store? They're yeah, they're not bad. They're they're good. Uh, you know, a snacking candy. It's not. I I wouldn't pick it for my even in my top ten, but. You know, it's 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 decent. It's okay. I would never think of it. Like I, I yeah. can picture it. I can picture the the packaging and the wrapper. I just, I don't know if I've ever eaten one. I mean, I I feel like I've had a malted milk ball, but I don't know if I've yeah. had an actual Whopper brand one. What is the difference between that and a milk dud? A milk dud. Uh, milk milk dud is is caramel covered in chocolate. A, a Whopper is like an uh, an airy. You know, like powdery. It's not chalky, but it's covered in chocolate. They're, you know, it's like it tastes kind of like a milkshake. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're better than I give them credit for. Wait, and how did your son even discover the Whopper? I, I, I don't. I couldn't even tell you. I don't really know. When he, the first time he asked for him, I thought he was nuts. The, yeah, yeah so. that, that's like the candy that ends up at the bottom of your trick or treat bag that you kind of like push oh, for around sure. for a couple weeks, and then so it actually <laughs> says here that. You're desperate for sugar in that. That's what you grab. Yep. yep. It's, it says the trade value is only 21, but in the power rankings, it was number seven. This was the Los Angeles Times, October 2020, power ranking of Halloween candy. Ryan, we'll put you on hold and get you a T-shirt as you have completed, because of your eight-year-old son, are seven at 11. So Tootsie Pops were number nine, which I think Tootsie Pops are, are pretty solid. Flavored Tootsie Pops are the, the way to go. What do you mean? They're all flavored. Like even oh, like you're talking about the suckers, not Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, Tootsie yeah, yeah, Pops. Tootsie Pops. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the gum in the middle. I yep. actually like that version. No, better they're than... not gum. It's actually Tootsie Rolls. Okay. That's what, what makes it a Tootsie Pop. Whatever the other version of it is, I don't like Tootsie Rolls, so I Wait, would... wait, wait, wait. So gum in the middle is like gum in the middle is not a Tootsie Pop. That's like a Tootsie a... Pop is is yeah, Tootsie Pop has Tootsie Roll in the middle, and it's I don't like owl, Tootsie Rolls. Even in the middle of a Tootsie Pop, yeah, I, with no. the owl, how many licks does it get to the center? If, no. If I'm having a Tootsie Roll or a Tootsie Pop, I want it to be the flavored Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, uh, which are which are okay. I don't. I I disagree there. All right, Skittles. We said ten. Crackle, Hershey, Mister Good Bar, Crunch Bar, Sweet Tart, Smarties, Bottle Caps, Laffy Taffy, Airheads, Baby Ruth. Raisinets, Junior Mints, which I love, then Tootsie Rolls, Pop Rocks, uh, Heath Bar, and Milky Way. Um, Sour Patch Kids uh, right there also, which are uh, pretty solid as well. Those are your uh, Halloween uh, power rankings. So what the amazing thing, I mean, we took 20 calls there. Every single person who was a Packers fan wanted to commit long-term to Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's when you watch games each week like think about like when the Packers went 13 and 3 two years ago it was like each week you're like oh yeah who's that quarterback oh yeah the Packers are gonna probably win this game even though the Packers aren't even that good just because you have Aaron Rodgers right and like you feel like even when Rodgers hadn't figured out the offense wasn't playing at an MVP level you still feel like you're gonna in the NFL if you have a quarterback who knows what what they're doing you're gonna have a really good chance to win yeah I mean Mark Murphy was reckless with this newsletter a, saying he didn't want to talk about this publicly, but then contradicting himself and saying the fan base is divided. We just did a sample size on Sunday Karma. The, the fan base is not you know, divided. One person does not want Aaron Rodgers back. Well, everyone, on everyone, if you ask anything on Twitter, it's going to be divided. 
But the amazing thing is he did not, he wasn't asked his question where he responded that the fan base is divided was dear Mark, you have done a great job. Don't let the bastards drag you down. Washington needs a name. I suggest the generals. Yeah, no question towards what you know. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? Is the fan? He had a motive. And, here. and his first sentence: "Thanks, Ken. The situation we feel face with Aaron Rodgers has divided our fan base." Like, did someone make a mistake in putting this, the wrong question in there? Like, what? Where, where did this come from? Like, was, Mark, you've done a great job. Don't let the bastards drag you down. <laughs> the situation with Aaron Rodgers has divided our fan base. Like, maybe they think the hill's not that steep. And that, like, you know, that maybe that's what he was referring to, that people don't yeah, like the, the sledding hill. The sledding hill. The Aaron's sledding hill, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that, I mean, I mean, that is, the emails and letters I've received reflect this fact. As I wrote here last month, and by the way, do you think some people email Mark Murphy obnoxious things? Absolutely. Yes. And then some people also email him to try to like kiss up to him and be like, oh, you're doing a great job. We, yeah, I don't we, know why. Yeah, we love Title Town. You know, yeah, keep, like, keep, keep up the great work, Mark. As I wrote here last month, we remain committed to resolving things with Aaron and want him to be our quarterback in 2021 and beyond. We are working to resolve this situation and realize that the less both sides say publicly... For example, as I said four lines earlier, that Aaron Rodgers is dividing our fan base, the better. Um, I mean, I I will give Mark Murphy credit for making Murphy takes five. I mean, this is, you know, the lead news in Wisconsin. I'm happy for Associated Bank. They're a great partner of ours. I'm glad that they got a lot out of it. They, uh, Mark Murphy has turned his column into must read. Yeah. Which for Jason, now this is, you know, every first Saturday of every month, this is. He needs to make sure he's not at the girls' soccer game. Yes. Um, loved our draft this year. Obviously, the brass is high on Jordan Love. How is he progressing? Is he smart on his feet in action? How is his grasp in the offense? Does he have the IQ to utilize his raw talent? Brian Kudekunst is doing a fine job keeping the team competitive and well-balanced. That came from Brian. From Brian. Literally Duty. from Brian. He also snuck something in there about the uniform. The yeah. Packers will have a new alternate yeah. uniform next year, yeah, which but he's happy about. This but is yeah. the million-dollar question. So Dwayne and Brian, we got Matt LaFleur's middle <laughs> name and maybe Goody also writing into Murphy's Takes 5. Wait, but the the funny uh, – so um, so it says, uh, it was a shame that Jordan, the pandemic, although it was a completely wasted year, although it's hard to tell, both Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett have said they like what they've seen from Jordan. Hackett said the biggest difference, his confidence in the system, his decision-making, timing, and accuracy have all improved. It's obviously helped him to get reps with the first-team offense this offseason. Preseason this year will be crucial. I, I think what Aaron's doing right now is awesome for Jordan Love. Right, like to, for him to get all of this uh, opportunity to play with first team players when the receivers show up is huge. I mean, I, I just think getting snaps, and I think no matter what happens uh, from this, this is an overall big positive for Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love will be better from this. I think the receivers, some of them, will show up. You know, next week at mandatory minicamp, Aaron, I mean, Ro- Aaron Rodgers they not, all will. Right? Aaron Rodgers will not be there. Yeah, but, uh, I mean. Aaron keeps dividing this fan base. You never know. Mark Murphy divided this (laughs) fan base. All right. We will have our Palermo's picks as we roll on. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. One call, that's all. That's what it's about at Gruber Law Offices, where the health and safety of their clients is the top priority, along with... 
their community. That's why you see Gruber Law Offices everywhere. Summer is back. Not all of our events are back, but you'll see Gruber Law Offices supporting the teams, organizations, and events that you care about because they are locally based. Sure, they have the national reputation. Sure, they have the nationally renowned attorneys, but they're all here right in Wisconsin. So you're getting that power of national in a local family-owned business. That's why One Call, that's all, continues to resonate, not just as a marketing slogan, but as a culture within Gruber Law Offices. They'll come to you if you need them. They are going to give it to you with no fee unless you win. So if you or a loved one is ever injured, remember, it's One Call, That's All with Gruber Law Offices. That's all. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's that time. Yes, it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Sorry to all the parents out there who had your kids sleep over and be at my house this weekend. We had Palermo's on Friday, uh, Palermo's Thin Crust, and we had Screamin' Sicilian last night. Uh, as I was texting them, like, yeah, the kids are all good. They're eating pizza. And I was like, you know what? And yes, it, I'm, I will tell you, yes, we are having pizza both nights. That's, that's what we're doing. That's what we do with Palermo's. There's so many choices that why wouldn't you have pizza both nights? And you know what? We had a draft this morning. It was Sunday morning. Um, was hanging with uh, Ryan and Shannon. You know them well. Yep. Um, hanging with my crew this morning, and there was still food out from yesterday. There was. Let's see what you would have done here. Okay, so there were three things um, that were left. There was a sugar cookie. The girls had baked, so there's one sugar cookie left. There was one slice of cheese pizza left, and there was one um, fruity pebble. Rice Krispie Treat left. All sitting out on the counter overnight cold. And there were three of us. And I was like, you know what we're doing right now. We're having a draft and we're eating this, <laughs> these three things right now. So what would you have gone in order? How would you go? Cold pizza sitting out on the counter. Sugar cookie sitting on the counter. And uh, Rice Krispie Treat made out of uh, Fruity Pebbles. It's eight Let's call it eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. Homemade Rice Krispie treat or like a package. Homemade one? fruity pebble Rice Krispie treat. I'm going cold pizza one. Yep. Homemade Rice Krispie treat two, and then the sugar cookie three. Yeah. See, and the sugar cookies were homemade. The thing I didn't tell you about the Rice Krispie treat, we didn't have enough marshmallows, so they were definitely a little hard. So I ended up being the only one to go pizza first pick, and I got the pizza because everyone else had eaten so much pizza last night because we made like ten screaming Sicilians. So. Go and check out palermospizza.com. Go to your grocer's theater. They're Wisconsin's hometown pizza. And right now, um, you can also uh, win some great uh, bango-related uh, uh, jerseys when you buy your Palermo's pizza. Check it all out at uh, palermospizza.com. And uh, five different bangos you could get. So, um, by the way, let's hit With a, no Urban Pie, no Connie's. I mean, Urban Pie might be my number one today. I yes, love Yes, very good. We just didn't have it this weekend. We did not have Connie's or Urban Pie this weekend. 
Urban pie is your favorite? Right now. Yeah. Yep. If I walked into a grocery store, I would buy an urban pie. Yep. Which And what specific urban pie? I would buy the cauliflower crust. Doesn't matter what flavor, you know. Okay. Pepperoni, Supreme. Is that some? Are you on some kind of gluten free? No, kick, I just, you no. just like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a few. Let's just things have been happening while we're on the air. Um, Jason pointed out earlier. It appears that Julio Jones is on his way to the Titans. Really interesting, right? The Titans lost a receiver in you know Corey Davis, right? It, and Jonu Smith to the Patriots. Corey Davis goes to the Jets, I believe. So they get Julio Jones reportedly, you know, from uh, Diana Rossini of ESPN and Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport um, in the next 24 to 48 Corey hours. Davis, really big, physical kind of guy, right? Six, yeah, but three. T- top five pick that really didn't pan out, I think, overall. Um, but isn't that just their style of offense? Like big know. receiver? Like I'm saying, like they're not just going to one guy. They're a run-first team, and they use their receivers through play action. and Yeah, they're all like that. a smash-mouth team. They need big receivers yeah. that go over the middle. That's so I think Julio Jones makes sense for them, and also overpaying Corey Davis probably wouldn't have made sense for them. So... I, I mean, good for the Titans. Second I mean, round pick and maybe a fifth. I mean, that's nothing at yeah. the end of the day for you know a proven receiver. That if he stays healthy, it's a huge win. Yep, I mean it's a lot less than the the uh, Falcons gave up for him uh, the first time. Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, it is being reported, will play in Game One of the series against the Atlanta Hawks. To me, uh, you know, even seeing him warm up, that was a surprise, and they have nothing to do with each other. But something about seeing Anthony Davis you know, only able to go five minutes in that uh, game six against the Suns made me think Joel Embiid, they would be just that much more cautious with his knee. I mean, that's his knee. I know, and Charles Barkley ripped the Lakers for even putting Anthony Davis out there. He thought it was, you know, it was the wrong move. It'll be interesting with the Sixers. They're favored by four as of right now if that thing dramatically changes. Yeah, I... I that is going to be a, a, a very interesting series. So, um, so you have that going on. We've uh, you know just a lot of uh, breaking news. The breaking news we don't have for you yet is uh, what happens with. Uh, by the way, Jason Kidd has pulled his name out of the Blazers' uh, uh, consideration. So the former Bucks coach does not appear. Uh, to be uh, going to Portland, at least for now. We'll see if he's in the mix for any other things. But the breaking news we don't seem to have is uh, James Harden's status uh, for Game 2. My gut is we won't see James Harden um, you know, for Game 2 uh, with them being so close together. Um, I don't know if we see him for Game 3 or 4. I mean, he James Harden is such a gutty player. I mean, Jace, James Harden is a tough player player he is when he walked off the court my stomach dropped a little bit even you know even just as someone who cares about the league like you don't want to see that happen to the best players in the league yeah you want the bucks to beat the nets at full strength i mean you want to see james harden and Kyrie and durant you know they've only played what 12 games together all year i mean i would be surprised if james harden plays this series yeah, it, it it is a it shame, bad. and it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could just see, you know, the fact that he walked off like that because I mean, he's the guy who will play through just about anything when he can. So, like, you knew when his hamstring was bad down the stretch this year, this season, that it was bad, and now this is bad. So now, as we look at the Bucks uh, going into a game two, down one nothing in route to a six game series win. Um, I mean, game two will not be any, you know, will not be any easier. We obviously saw the huge difference in game one versus game two of 
the Heat series, you're Mr. Point Spread, right? Yep. Have you seen what do you know what the point spread was of game one, Bucks uh Nets? Uh I don't. I didn't bet the point spread. I put the I bet the Bucks money. Well, you line. live in Wisconsin, so I know you can't legally yeah, bet li- on yep. sports. So uh Nets were favored by four. What do you think after the you know, commanding, dominating performance. What do you think the spread is for game two? I looked. It's uh, Nets by two. Right. So According what to ESPN.com. So what does that tell you? That tells you that... Does that tell you that James Harden's worth two points? Or does that tell you... I mean, what does that tell you? Because with your eyes, you just saw... I know it, it finished closer. I mean, but the Bucks lost by 20, right? Yeah, I mean, they were down 19. Yeah, in the third quarter. They were down 19 in the fourth quarter when, when they pulled everyone out. They ended up you know, getting it to single digits. So how does that four-point spread after the Bucks get killed and they got killed without James Harden, how does that become a two-point spread for Game 2? Because... They have faith in the Bucks bouncing back or being closer game. Close, I mean, by a closer game. I mean, that's saying then. I mean, that means a lot of smart because odds aren't like what they think is going to happen. Odds are how they can get the most money the on both sides, right? So they believe that the public, after a four-point spread in Game One, will be two. So maybe that's the belief that James Harden. Is that big of a difference? But remember, James Harden didn't play in Game One. Yeah, he played where, second. Where they where they dominated. So to me, that is that is really interesting as uh, we go into tomorrow night's game. And as I said, I believed coming into this series that uh, you know the Bucks would win games two, three, five, and six uh, in route to a uh, Bucks and six, which I still believe right now. And what I saw yesterday was you know Giannis able to continue what he did in the regular season against the Nets. I just don't see an answer. I, I don't see what their answer is for him. Yeah, right? they have no one to guard him. I, I, the Bucks just have to play better defensively. The Nets are going to hit shots. They have a ma- the best shooters in the playoffs left in, in the league. They just need to play a little better defense, and it'll even out. That's how the Bucks win, by playing defense. So you think yesterday was more about their defense than their offense? See, I, I think it was about their offense, that the Bucks didn't—I mean, the Bucks, you know, basically, you know, you have Middleton 6 of 23, and you have the bench go uh, 0 of 8 from three-point range until Bryn Forbes hit the meaningless, you know, bomb from about 30 feet. I mean, they just—I mean— you can't shoot five of twenty-eight from three-point range and win against a team that can score. Like I, the Nets scored kind of what I think they are going to. I think it's that the the Bucks scored twenty-three points in the third quarter and twenty-three points in the fourth quarter. They average a hundred twenty points a game. You know, you can't score forty-six points and a half and win. And, and by the way, remember that was including the end of the game where the Nets were letting them score. So in the first half of the fourth quarter and the third quarter, Bucks offense did nothing. I don't believe the Bucks can get into a track meet with the Nets. You believe? I that think they, they can. can, right? I, I, I don't. Again, now a track meet doesn't mean just throwing up the first shot, but I believe the Bucks can you know get easy baskets, and the Nets transition defense is not great. So yes, I think they can be in a tra- in a track meet and be very successful. A fast pace doesn't scare me as long as it's not rushed shots. As long as they're working for good shots. Kyrie is either going to regress from hitting crazy shots. He's going to do that, or Drew Holiday will play better defense. One no, of the I mean, two. Kyrie shot eleven to twenty six. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie 
is this year in the regular season made 50% of his regular shots, 40% of his threes. I mean, Kyrie's an amazing shooter. And, you know, at, at the end of the fourth quarter, he missed a few shots. So it took him down from around 11 to 22 to 11 to 26. But I mean, the Nets, you know, Durant was 12 to 25. That's who he is. I mean, the Nets were who we think they were yesterday. Blake Griffin was a lot better than we thought. Right, I mean, we didn't think Blake Griffin was gonna have 18 points no and 14 rebounds I mean, and and make four of nine. I mean, Blake Griffin made as many three pointers as the entire Bucks team did. He was four for nine from three point range, and until meaningless time, the Bucks pretty much had four three pointers. I mean, that's how you lose a game. I mean, I I, th- I think the Nets' offense is gonna be what it is. I think the Bucks just need to score. So, how much do the Bucks win by in Game Two? Because you're predicting them to win. Game two for your Bucks and six. Yes. How much are they going to win by? At least one point. Okay. <laughs> That's what wow. I'm going to go with. I mean, I mean, I'm Put not it on the line right there. Yes. I'm not saying. I mean, it. You know, this past game, I was going to say it's not like I'm going to see them come in and just like blow them out. But the Bucks came out red hot right in this game, uh, game one, and they were up like it was a twenty to twelve, or they had they had uh, an early lead that was like not double digits, but it was like right, eight or nine points. Where yeah. where like all of a sudden things were like. Because it went from the Bucks were up like twelve nine to all of a sudden, you know, at I guess it was twenty to fourteen was the was the lead that that kind of felt the best. When early people on. were like, "Okay, well, we're going to do this," I or mean, no, twenty to eleven. That's what it was. It so was the nine, nine point lead. Yeah, I was thinking they got to nine. Yeah, when Giannis, yeah, I mean, they so all of a sudden after PJ Tucker had the steal and alley oop that put him up sixteen eleven. Then Middleton hits a shot eighteen eleven. Giannis scores twenty to eleven. So. I mean, they got that early break. So when people are like, oh, the week off, it's not like there was a week off and they didn't come out ready to play. I mean, the Bucks were up 20 to 11, but this isn't the Miami Heat. They're going to score. Um, all right. So I said at Bucks and Six, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think uh, the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be? Who versus who? I am going to say the Bucks and the Sixers. That it is Nolan Murphy's Palermo's pick brought to us by Palermo'sPizza.com. Thanks to Max. Myerson running the show. Thanks to Nolan Murphy. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of it. Remember, stay healthy, stay together, survive today, thrive tomorrow. Don't settle. And send us out, Nolan. Bucks in six. Brewers, White Sox win today. Peace.